No judgment, just raw and unfiltered answers. Starting now on the He Said What show with your host, Simply Bree. So, you really want to know what women do, say and think the way that we do, huh? Well, fasten your seatbelts and let's get... She said what? Started with your host, Alan Newman Jr. Good afternoon, good evening, how is everyone doing? Welcome to the show, welcome to She Said What. I'm your host, Alan Newman Jr., and in case you're wondering what you've tuned into, if you're listening to a replay of this episode, let me tell you what it's all about. This show is geared to help bridge the gap in communication between men and women, so this platform platform is for our female guests to come in and tell us how really... How real, how real and raw and rugged from their perspective. Uh, to call in, the number is 515-602-9647. To want to go ahead and be on the air, press the number one. Tonight's topic is all about communication, setting the tones and boundaries. I have my lovely guest, Heather Davis, but before I bring her on the air, I just want to remind everybody we are currently running a promo special on ads and commercials through the month of August. Inquire on more information by sending your email to ads at he said what network.com. You can also subscribe to the network's YouTube channel by searching He Said What Radio Network. Also, follow us on Instagram at He Said What Radio Network, and you can follow me on Instagram as well, Newman underscore junior underscore 2.0. Now, without further ado, please give a round of applause for my special guest, Heather Davis. Hey, Heather, hey. how are you doing? Hello, hey everybody! I'm so excited to be here, hey Alan. Hey, hey, hey! I'm excited to have you on here. I'm loving your energy on this hump day. We're going to get straight in it because I feel like this is going to be an amazing conversation yes. to have. Yes, let's so, yes, of course. Let's <laughs> Of course, we know communication is a big aspect and big proponent of relationships. Unfortunately, with communication, especially nowadays, um, there's always a mix-up when it comes to setting boundaries and creating the correct tone in a relationship. Um, Now, for for you, um, Heather, have you ever been in a situation where you felt like the tone and boundaries were not set correctly in a particular relationship when you was either in the process of getting to know a person or further along the line when you're actually committed and in dating with that person? Absolutely. I've actually been married and divorced twice. Um, okay. So I definitely, my first marriage lasted 10 years and my second marriage okay. lasted 10 months. So I understand. Wow, okay. The, the difference in communication um you know the first time i i was so young we were young when we got married is my children's father i was married to him for 10 years he was military and so the it you know with us we didn't know we didn't try to find anything about us communicating we wasn't trying to communicate all we was well bam and thank you ma'am and you know what i'm saying (laughs) that was what was important back then you know the communication was between the sheep you know, we weren't trying to mm-hmm. talk nothing exactly. else. Exactly. But, 
you know, the, that the problems came in, but we didn't know from the beginning there was no set boundaries when it mm-hmm. came to our communication. So we did a lot of arguing and definitely a lot of physically fighting, and which was really okay. bad. You know, mm-hmm. I, I just I had to, I learned a lot from that marriage. That's why my second marriage only lasted ten months because I realized, you know, it clearly was a communication barrier and it wasn't mm-hmm. gonna work. And so instead of me going to jail, I decided to divorce. And that's that's wise. That's wise. So it definitely sounds like what you learned from your first marriage is what kind of um, led to the decisions you made in your second marriage, which I, I can respect that. Um, now, I do have a question, um, Heather. Do you feel like growing up, did you see the proper communication or do you feel like you were set for success by seeing the communication between your parents or people close to you that helped you or prepared you for dating or prepared you for marriage, or do you feel like it was one of those you had to find it out for yourself? Oh, absolutely not. I tell the, um, I am actually a church kid. A lot of people don't know that okay. about me. Um, my, my mother's father was a primitive Baptist minister, and uh, so I was raised oh, in the church, okay. church my entire life. And you would think, you know, you we were taught in the church how to be a virtuous woman, you know, that things mm-hmm. are you supposed to do to be a mother, to be a wife, to keep your home, you know, things like that. But we wasn't taught effective communication. We weren't taught mm-hmm. how to when you feel in a certain type of way, how to, you know, get that over to someone. My mother was, my mother was the boss. Like, uh, I have to give my mother all props. I lost my mother uh, 20 years ago, but you know what? She's still the most important influence in my life. And she did, see, my mother taught me how to communicate with the way that she communicated with me. And that was, Mm -hmm. my mother was very open, very open, very honest. She always gave it to okay. you, you know, real, real McCutty. Sometimes a little bit too vivid, but she, you know, she kept it real with it. And so, you know, I, you know, I get that a lot now that I'm as a Sagittarius, I'm very, I'm a blurter, and I'm very free. I'm very, very honest. So if I'm, mm-hmm. if you need a friend that's gonna tell you the truth, come call me up because I'm gonna, I'm gonna be the one that's gonna tell you the truth. But I got that honestly from my mother. And that I, I also learned that in communicating, communicating isn't just about talking. Communication, communication mm-hmm. starts with listening, you know. And you can't, you mm-hmm. and and understanding. If you're not, you can listen all day, but if you're not understanding what the person is saying, then there's no, there's never going to be a clear point of communication. So you can talk mm-hmm. all day. The other person can talk. Y'all can talk to each other. It's gonna go in one ear, not the other. If there's no clear understanding. And if there isn't a clear understanding, then there needs to be a happy medium that says, hey, we're going to agree to disagree. And that's what you're going to have to mm-hmm. leave with okay. that. Okay. Wise words. Wise words on that part, Heather. So I that's definitely – I can attest even in my, in my personal life when it comes to communication, it can be a very challenge, especially for men. Because, you know, we're quick to say in society, men are, just, men are doers. They just want to cut to whatever the issue is and then just keep it going. For men like myself, Heather, what kind of advice would you tell us when it comes to communicating with women effectively? Because um, a lot of the times I do feel like me personally, women are actually really good at setting boundaries when it comes to stuff. I feel like we as men are really bad at setting boundaries. We're kind of one of those we just will probably go off the cuff, um, especially when it comes to relationships. 
So as a man, what would you tell us when it comes to dealing with women, um, dealing with you guys who we know you guys are elaborate and amazing individuals, but for us, how would you tell us to go about with creating the proper boundaries and also setting the tones when dealing with you guys, whether it's in regards to financings, um, sex, um, life in general, like how would you say we should go about with the way we set boundaries? Because, of course, we as men, we're quick. If it comes to sex, we're quick to want to talk about that. Um, But it tends to be with other stuff, we tend to be kind of, slower on the uptake on communicating those needs or those areas that need to be talked about. Okay. Well, Alan, I think that's a great question. I was so glad you got to that question. Um, uh, I actually recently just went into a situation with a gentleman, and I'm going to call him a king because that's really truly who he is. Um, He knows who he is on this earth, you know, as a man. And he stands on it, and I respect that very, very much. Um, But in the same token, I say to our men, you were given a stigmata early on in life that you're not supposed to talk about your problems. You're supposed to just get over it, walk away from it, let it go. Whereas women, we are taught completely different. We are emotional. So we like to talk things out, whereas... That, you know, me and this particular person, that's where we bumped heads, and it was like two bulls going at it because I was simply trying to get effective communication by saying, you know what, sweetie, I get exactly 100% what you're saying. You're saying, mm-hmm. let it go. Ain't no need to talk about it. It happened. It's in the past. Boom, let it go. But in the same token, I feel like that that's the reason why we have so much toxicity in the family life because we were taught to, that what happens in the home stays in the home. We're not allowed to talk mm. about these things, the toxic things that happen mm. to us, the draw, the things that need to be talked about and let go. We are, we, are not, we are taught not to talk about those things, and especially our men are taught that it's not manly to show your emotions or to talk things out when you feel a certain kind of way. Well, women, we rationalize and say that, hey, listen, I feel this way. Let me explain to you why I feel this way. <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> Y'all have to excuse me. There's rain mm-hmm. kicking my butt out here in the South Rock. Oh, it, ain't, it ain't Corona. It ain't Corona. It ain't Corona. <clears throat> That's the rain. That's my allergy. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you, are, you are good. You are good, Heather. You... <laughs> I'm sorry, you guys, but seriously, men, I want you guys to hear me and hear me very well. You guys are so much deserving of respect. Do not let these this New society say that you're supposed to do this and do that and do this without getting the same in return, the same respect in return. No, sir. I don't like that. I don't like what's going on today because it seems like the things, the morals and the values that once were are going out of style, and I don't like that. You know, I was raised a certain time to say that, man, you are the head of the household, which means that you have a lot of weight on your shoulders. You are the man that provides. You take care of the wife, you take care of the home, you take care of the kids. That's as as the position that the the Bible, if you believe in the Bible, the God says that mm-hmm. that's the position that the man holds because he made man in his image. So that was the position, put him in the highest position. In the same token, when he made a woman, he made her as a helpmate, which means that she's there. Women, I'm not telling you that we're not here to stand on our own too. 
I'm not telling you that. You got your own position, baby. You sure do. And your position is just as important as the man's position because without no you, there's no him. So if you're not strong, he's not strong. Okay, because you're also, as the mother, you're taking care of the household. You're taking care of the kids. You take care of the husband. You have a position as well. So that's why the Bible says that when you find a mate, you should be equally yoked. That's where your key communication is going to come in. If you really are with someone that you're supposed to be with, that communication is not going to be that hard. You're going to have, you're going to find it very easy if somebody that understands or at least tries to understand, they're going to love you enough that they're going to be looking for a way to understand what you're trying to say or where you're coming from. Not just men, women as well. Women, we, these men hurt too. Men go through things too. And again, these, most of our men are taught to hold that stuff inside. So, you know, there's no telling what he's eating that's eating him up on the inside, but he's still got to stay strong for us, for the family. You still want him to pay your bills, and his mama got to pay his mama's bills, and you don't know he's paying the child support over here, being a good father. He's got a lot on him. You know, we don't we don't think about that. All I'm saying is that's the, we, we, I don't want us to become such a selfish society that we can't effectively communicate. So find your crowd. That's what I tell you, men. Don't go ahead looking for if a, if a girl coming to you and the first thing on her mouth is something about her bills, that's not your crowd. Mm-mm. Leave her alone. Exa- she cute. Exactly. She cute. Look at exactly. her booty once you walk off. You know what I'm saying? Check her booty out, but keep her moving. Keep her moving. <laughs> exactly. Keep exactly. Moving. Yeah, that, you find a girl that, that God got for you. She got no booty. She ain't got no booty at all, but I'll tell you what, that thing's fine. I'm coming to thing thinking, you hear me? That's what I'm trying to tell you. Y'all don't even know. It might not what you're looking for. It might not be on the outside. What God got for you may be something that you, you wasn't even ready for. So be careful exactly, who you choose. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Be careful who you choose. Yeah, you do You do have to be careful, uh, Miss Heather. And actually, we, we got somebody who's asking a question, actually, real quick online. Um, for okay. those who are listening in on the He Said What radio network, if you have a question, just type in your question in the feed, and I'm going to read those out to um, Heather so she can kind of answer those for you. So let me read this out to you real quick, Heather. Um, the question right. is, are women really good with setting boundaries, or are they good with telling you everything they're not willing to compromise on or with? I'm pretty sure that's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's basically what a boundary is. Telling someone mm-hmm. that what you're willing to stand for, you're setting a, a bottom line. And, you know, when you set a boundary, which is so amazing to me because I've been talking to my friends all week about setting boundaries. When God elevates you to different places, you definitely have to set boundaries in your life with people, with family, with everybody. So when it comes to, uh, especially in a relationship, you have to be willing to say, hey, okay, so this is what I'm willing and I'm not willing to accept. Are you, can, I mean, are you willing to go with that? Is that something that, you know, because I'm sure you have boundaries as well. You know, everybody has mm-hmm. something that they're not willing to do, male or female. So this, I'm not just talking to the men. I'm talking to the, to the men and the women. Everybody should have, you should. It, it's called self-care because if you really truly love yourself, you're going to have to set boundaries. You have to have some form of boundaries. You cannot just lay down and be a doormat for anyone. So you have to have personal boundaries set for yourself. And that's where, again, where the morals and the values come in. Because when you have morals and values, then you love yourself. And that self-love mm-hmm. and care comes in where you say, hey, you know what? I love you, but I, I do. I love me, too. 
you know. Okay. Okay. Heather. And actually, the same person um, they followed up with another question. Um, they they said it is the same, but if it's based on superficial desires, do women? Do you still believe women really are good at setting boundaries when it comes to superficial uh, desires? And then after you not answer that, we actually women. have someone on the air who has a question. So. Oh, mm-hmm. nice. Okay. Well, I would say not all women. That's where we're getting we're getting lost in that as well. I've noticed that is that that's a lot of that's happening, especially with social media and the era of memes and things like that. You get generalized. So we're generalizing that we do. This is uh, come on. Let's just keep it real. I'm gonna keep it 150 percent right now. This is the generation of of uh, promoting hoes. Let's be hoes. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, real talk. If, if you ain't buying, he ain't coming off no bread. This ain't this ain't. We wasn't, I wasn't taught that way. That wasn't, I wasn't mm-hmm. taught that that's what a virtuous woman, you know. You're absolutely, you're looking for a provider. But you're not, I was talking about something. You need to pay my bills or you need to do this. And you are so taught to me. You need, I mean, again, I understand that you have um, boundaries that you set for yourself and more. And sister, if you got it and you know you what you worth, you know what your worth is, by all means, do that. But in the same token, make sure that you bring it as much to the table as you ask it. Because, you know, that's oh, where the that's okay. where we're getting wrong. That's where we're going wrong. That's where the fellas are feeling guilt. And that's where they're feeling jilted. And I get them. I understand that, too. Because why in the world would I want a man that has less than what I have come to me and say, hey, I'm so good that you need to make sure that you take care of my bills. You need to take care of me. You're going to be offended by that, sister. You are. So I don't feel like, I don't know where we got, where we feel like it's our place to be there and whatnot. Uh-uh. The Bible didn't say that. The Bible says you need to be equally yoked. That's what it said. When we, I'm yes, going to take ma'am. it back and, just, you know, give you a little story. And just a little second, just a little second in the Bible, you know, how we already know that what they say, um, well, she was looking for her Boaz. Ruth was looking for her Boaz. Now, Boaz was king, but she was just a lowly servant. But what was she doing? She was working her butt off in the field. You understand what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. He saw a wife. He saw somebody that was mm-hmm. worthy. Okay? So don't get it twisted, baby. You don't, don't, don't think you're automatically worthy. No, no, no. Just because you're beautiful, that doesn't make you worthy. Sweetheart, you can be beautiful on the outside and ugly on the inside. Your spirit is what makes you beautiful. So if you know, exactly. you know we got to get our attitudes together, you know what I'm saying? I'm not just talking about women either, men. Y'all, come on now. Y'all promoting a lot of this mess. Y'all promoting a lot of it, too. So don't just categorize all women and say, you know, that all women are this way. Some, a lot of women, a lot of women, I will give you that, a lot of women in today's society, that, that's where it's at. And, I mean, they don't even brought the property value of coochie all the way down to $40. I'm mad about that. I'm very upset about that. <laughs> Let's let's hold on that real quick, Heather. Let me let me bring our caller on the air so they can ask their questions real quick. Uh, on, caller, call welcome to she, she Said What? How are you doing today? Hey, great discussion. Um, Heather is really throwing out some gems tonight. That's great. Um, Thank you, darling. And I, and, and, I, and I agree 100% about this with the boundaries. I mean, I... I set boundaries on, on how I'm going to communicate, you know, my personal. And I think that's that's another thing. We all have our personal style of how we communicate yes. and mm-hmm. how we receive things. Um, you know, this is some years ago. You know, I, I I actually walked away from a relationship because I set the boundaries 
and it was only like maybe seven, eight months in. But mm-hmm. the third time that those boundaries got broken, I I just said lose right. my number. I'm done. That's it. Right? For you. Don't don't call me no you. more. Like this is this is it. I uh-huh. told you. And and you don't want to follow, and you want to you know start you know with the name calling and disrespect. Absolutely. No. And I just don't turned around and walked. And I think if everybody did that for us, I think mm-hmm. if everybody held us to that standard, we wouldn't be where we are now. I think if we, the reason that we, we, we do things because people let it slide and it, and it goes on for so long, we pick up really bad habits. Yes, yeah, um, um Another thing is just knowing how. I remember a friend of mine, she was having a hard time communicating with her husband. And so she got on the phone with me and a couple of of our friends, male friends. And we, we, you know, we listened to her, we listened to her. And one of our male friends said, you know what? You're messing up because you're arguing with him. He's, he's, when he's agreeing with you, you're continuing to argue. And she said, well, he never says he agrees with me. He, He said he is agreeing with you. He agrees with you when he doesn't say anything. Right. He said, try this. He said, "Just be quiet when he when you when you discuss stuff, just discuss it calmly. When he gets quiet, when you ask him something or ask him to do something, and he gets quiet. Just say thank you, babe, and go give him a kiss on the cheek." Mm-hmm. She did that. She came over a couple months later. She came back. She said it worked like a charm. Yeah. She said there's no arguments. She said she recognized that he's saying yes and agreeing without having to actually say yes and agree. He just yeah. kind of gets quiet. She thanks him. She goes and kisses him on the cheek, and she said everything is fine after. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And that's called communication. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. I'm sorry, caller. I meant to ask for your name before I brought you on. Um, what's your Patrick. name? Patrick. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Patrick, um, for for Thank that you, input. Patrick. And you are, you are correct. Yes. You are correct. Um, also, Patrick, um, simply, simply Bree just wants to say, hey, uh, she said she, uh, um, missed you calling in for a show, but she said, hey, um, it's good to hear you on, online with us, um, live on this topic. So definitely appreciate that. Um, and you are correct when it comes to communication and, um, what he said about how the young lady's husband reacted. That's something I saw from my dad. Um, growing up, yes. um, many times he he didn't vocally say he agreed with mom. He just you knew he agreed I, by his silence. If he didn't agree, that's when he he would speak up. And I do feel like a lot of men are wired that way. It's just sometimes yes. I think women can misinterpret um, their silence for them either not wanting to be a part of the conversation or not bringing anything to it. When actually he done downloaded and analyzed what you are saying, um, and he's in mm-hmm. full agreement with it. Because guys have no problem. Most men, 99% of us have no problem. If we don't agree with what you're saying, we're going to tell you we don't agree with it. Absolutely. I agree right. with and, that. But we, may not, but we may not say that if we get into a discussion or a debate, we may not say, ah, you make a good point, you agree, and we agree with you. You just mm-hmm. have to be able to read and pick it up. Listen, ladies, when, he, when he's quiet. That's yeah. what the women are looking for. That's the validation that we're looking for that we've been heard. 
you understand? And that's the difference between a man and a woman. We actually think two totally different ways. Uh, they wrote the book about it when mm -hmm. men are from Mars, women are from Venus, that we are scientifically mm -hmm. wired to think different ways. And we do think emotionally. Women, we're very emotional creatures, whereas you guys are, y'all rationalizing and say, okay, you know what, damn, she made some sense. Let me shut my ass up. That's right, what y'all right. thought. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Right. You know, and we're over here thinking, well, shit, I know he heard me. I know he heard me. Why he ain't saying nothing? We got a whole attitude. Like, we're out here. You don't hear me? Why you ain't saying nothing? And, and you know, you're right. That's, that's, that's where the communication breaks down. So it was amazing to me. That was a blessing that your friends had. You know, your girlfriend had two guys, you know, and it was smart of her to come to guys and say, you know what? I'm not understanding his communication right now. What does this mean, guys? He's doing this. And that that helps out a lot. So to actually, when I say to actually want to be able to communicate with your mate, to love them enough that you figure out how to communicate with your mate. Exactly, exactly. And I told Bree this before when I called in. I told her a story about back when I was in my mid twenties about dealing with a woman who was so good at communication. Every time she talked to me about something, she would grab my hand. She would look into my eyes. It looked like she was looking into my soul. She would rub my head while she was talking. I was like, and she was so good at it. We never argued about anything. She was so masterful at her femininity in a way that she just, you know, look into your eyes and hold your hands and, you know, just kind of look and, and, and listen and speak and soft. It was like, man, she could get me to do just about anything, right? But, but, but she knew she had a firm grasp of her femininity. How'd you and mess she, that up? That's, that's... I messed up. You know what I did? You know what I did? I thought, because I was younger, I thought, man, if I could get this, it was a... I, I, I convinced her to take a job that was out of state, but, but and, and it eventually broke up. But I thought, silly me, I'm like, oh, man, if I can get somebody like that, there must be more around here like that. Uh -huh. and nope. Look at him. Nope. See what happens. How you lost nope. the diamond trying to be out there fool around with them rocks. <laughs> That's what happened. You dropped the diamond out there planting them rocks. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> Patrick, but, Patrick, but I want to thank you. a great conversation you guys are having. Great conversation. It is. It is, no. Patrick. And thanks for calling in. Yeah. Definitely appreciate it. No Definitely problem. do not be a stranger with the show. Definitely appreciate that. Uh, okay. Now, right. Heather. Yes. Now, Heather, while, while you guys were talking, we actually got another question. Um, so you definitely got the blood pumping with those that are listening. Um, and I just want to remind everybody, if you want to call in the way Patrick did, you can call in at 515-602-9647 and press the number one so that we know you want to get on the air and we can bring you on the air. Um, so I'm going to give you this question, Heather, and then we're going to cut the break um, at 830. So the question was, why would a man is trying to hold his woman accountable instead of owning up to her fault, all hell breaks loose? Interesting question. That's a very good question. That's a very good question. And I'm going to say, I'm going to give you a great answer to that very great question. It's the same reason why all of us do it. Not just men, women, men do it too. We've done it since we were children. When somebody calls you out and you're not ready to accept that you have been called out, you're going to raise some hell like, wait a minute, uh-uh. No, but then, you know, that comes with maturity. Owning up to 
your responsibilities and what you did, that's that's something that you you have to grow into. And everybody, I'm not saying maturity is an age. Maturity is not an age. Maturity comes with time. Mm-hmm. That comes with knowledge. It comes with wisdom. You know, so again, I'm I'm 42 years old, and I'm just now getting to that place where I can say, you know what, Heather, you didn't have to say all that. You know, I did. I, you know, I've been the guy that I'm. I've been dealing with. I've been dealing with him for the past four years. He's 20 years older than me, so he has taught me lots of patience. Oh, baby, I've okay. learned a lot of patience. Okay. So I've also learned how to to hold myself accountable. When you really can hold yourself accountable, you're able to look at it from both sides. You know, you're not just Mm -hmm. selfish about the situation. You have to say, you know what, I feel this way, but why, what, why, how, he feel this way, why, 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 so let me put myself in his shoes and ask myself, like, why is he, but again, that comes with maturity, baby. That doesn't just come with, you know, come, and again, we got a lot of young-minded folks out here today, Mm -hmm. so I don't know which Mm -hmm. way that direction. Mm -hmm. I'm scared for us, boo. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but that's a great question. Thank you. That was a really great question. It, Y'all it, giving it really me some great because, stuff to think about. Um, <laughs> it really is because especially accountability is a big part um, when you look at communication. And um, we'll, actually, we'll actually touch on that a bit more when, uh, when we come back from the commercial break. Um, because I truly believe, and I'm pretty sure some guys feel the same way, is the women that they've dealt with, it's been like pulling teeth. It's been a battle when it comes yeah. to accountability um, between men and women because it's, it's easier. I feel like society feels like it's easier to tell a man he has to be accountable than it is to for a woman to be like, you know what, I was wrong, I did this, I did this, I should have did better. Um, so when we come back to the, uh, from the break, Heather, we're actually going to uh, touch on that some more. Um, and those okay. who are listening, once again, on the um, you're listening streaming live, type in your questions, your comments, so we can read them across the air. We're going to cut to a commercial break, and then we, we will be right back to conclude this conversation on communication, setting the tones and boundaries with my lovely, lovely, amazing uh, guest, Heather um, Davis. And we'll be back in a moment. What's up? This one, Mike from Simply Sports, and you're tuned in to the He Said What? Radio Network. Support of people of color begins with support by people of color. Introducing Melanin People. Melanin People is a new innovative new social media platform people of color from all around the world. It's a place for us to interact, showcase our talents, express our passions, share our cultures, and do business both locally and internationally. Download the Melanin People mobile app now. Connecting people of color. Hey, this is Rob Wells. I am the host of Your Purposeful Purpose podcast. I am a transformational speaker and coach. And let's not forget serial entrepreneur. I help people live life with purpose on purpose by becoming the master designer of their lives. I want you to understand transformation because I went through a huge transformation myself after losing 150 pounds, teaching myself how to read and write at the age of 23 with a fifth grade education. I help people go through their own transformation, identify that purpose, identify that dream, and break through every single roadblock in their way. 
you can get in touch with me by going to PurposefulPurpose.com. I can't wait to talk to you. Everybody got something to say. People say a lot of things that they don't know about. Okay, so I've been known to get around. To be fair, some beautiful clown. I made some mistakes out here. So you can relate out here. But we can be great out here. Increase the birth rate out here. Don't let them tell you I'm toxic. Don't let them tell you be cautious. Cause we got a groove in the pocket. Tell me why you been out here hiding Let me love you like a diamond with no clouds Baby, that's pure Cartier, girl, you got the perfect diamond Let me love you like a diamond with no clouds That's pure Baby, that's pure That's pure That's pure Perfect combo that's from the heart. I made some mistakes out here, so you can relate out here. But we can be great out here. Every night's a perfect date, I swear. Don't let them tell you I'm toxic. Don't let them tell you be cautious. We got a groove in the pocket. What we have is pure. Can you tell me why you been out here hiding? everybody's doing good 
Uh, once again, you just heard the song No Clouds by Will with an exclamation um, mark in place of the I. Will, the song was No Clouds. Um, we're back as we continue to speak on communication, setting the tones and boundaries with my lovely guest, Heather Davis. Can we give her a round of applause? She has been amazing on tonight. Heather, Heather, hey, welcome back. And hey, hey, hey. And before we get back into it, I just want to remind everyone that if you want to call in and give your uh, take, uh, type call in at 515-602-9647. And to let us know that you want to come on the air, press the number one. If you're listening, streaming from He Said What Radio Network, type in your question or comment, and we will read them on the air as well. Um, now, we ended um, – for the commercial break, speaking on accountability um, and how a lot of my brothers can admit that it feels like it's pulling teeth when it comes to asking for accountability from women. We know for a fact that it's, we will be asked to be accountable when it comes to communication and when it comes to setting tones and boundaries. But, Heather, have you ever found yourself – now, I already get the vibe that you, you are definitely old school, but have you ever found yourself mm – -hmm being challenged to be accountable when dealing with communication? And were you receptive of it, or were you like, well, you know, this is how I feel and this is how it should be? Oh, hell no. <laughs> Let, excuse me. Let me start off and say I have not always been this delivered. <laughs> no, baby. I, I remember, again, uh, my first marriage, that was the one that taught me the most about relationships. That was the longest relationship I've been in in my life. And um, so um, I definitely um, was not receptive to being held accountable uh, for a lot of things that happened in, in the beginning of the marriage. Um, I was a lazy bum. Uh, I had just had a baby. My husband was in the military. And he had just put up with enough of my shit as he could put up with. Y'all excuse me? But that's what it was. He had put mm -hmm. up with enough of my stuff that he just wasn't going to do it anymore. So um, he decided um, that he was just going to tell me. And he, he said it nicely. Y'all excuse me. He said it very nicely. Like, he was like, you know, can you get up and clean up and, like, cook? You know, I work all day. The least you could do is, like, get up and clean up and cook. And I was like, who in the world are you talking to? Like, I'm not cleaning up. Cook, 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 clean up. I'm the heritage girl's baby all day. But then I realized, you know what? Now you're a lazy bum. Like, you are totally being a lazy bum right now. Like, he's completely and totally valid. I was very angry at the time that he said it to me because I did not want to hold myself accountable to the truth of what he was saying to me. And so we do that a lot oh, wow. in our relationships. Okay. We do. We do that a lot in our relationships. Again, I'm grown enough now that I can look back on it and say, you know what, that's what mm -hmm. it was. We probably would have, a lot of arguments probably would have, you know, been saved or we wouldn't have had, you know. If we'd, we'd have just been receptive to listen to one another. And like I said, get some effective communication. Effective communication comes starts with understanding. So if you don't have any understanding, you're not going to have any. You can communicate, but it's not going to be effective at all. Exactly, exactly. Awesome, awesome. Well, we actually have a question for you, Heather. Um, so nope. you got every, you got the fingers typing out here. Um, so go. the question is, <laughs> do you believe the way a relationship starts off, the man pursues the woman, 
sets the expectation for the rest of the time put in. Yes. I'm going to say I'm going to say that from a woman's perspective. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to say this a natural the natural way that if you are a woman that was taught and raised the way that I was raised is that we are to be sought. You know, um, the man, that's why the the Bible says the man that finds a wife finds a good thing. And that means that Mm -hmm. you are to seek a mate. A male seeks a mate. And so, you know, you pursue her and it's the thrill of the chase, of course, you know. But once you get her, you stop doing the things to keep her. Men, you can't do that. That's what made her fall in love with you. You stood out from all those other cats that was in her face, that was trying to give her meat, you know, when you were actually trying to come and give her something more, you showed her that you were trying to give her more by pursuing her, by actively pursuing her, by doing that, by paying attention, by doing the things that got her attention. So once you have her attention, don't be like, okay, now I got you. Because she's going to, honestly, the first thing she's going to think is, well, he's not doing it for me. He's doing it for someone else. And that comes, that's the insecurity of you push her into that insecure box. I'm not saying that, that it's your fault, but that's the first thing that she, she goes to insecurity is he's, he does, either doesn't love me anymore or he's doing it for someone else. So don't, don't, don't forget to make her feel important, in other words. And women do the same for him. You can't. You know, the things that you did, girl, when you was cooking and you was throwing that thing and you was you was bobbing that neck and all of that, girl, don't get him and get married and then forget about doing all of that stuff. Because once again, now he's like, hold up. You know, he don't, he don't, no, he's not okay with that either. We can't, we can't be selfish. We have to remember that your partner is a person as well. And I remember I just posted last week a meme that said, when you when you find a partner, you find that you you get the person that you chose, not the person that you want them to be. And that spoke volumes. That did. That spoke very Correct. very much volumes. Think about that. That there's also a way. My mother taught me this as well. There's also a way that you can say anything to anyone and have it received. And that means that you just have to learn that person and figure out how to bring it to them. Awesome, awesome. Wise, wise words. And just a reminder for those that want to call in, um, you can call in at 515-602-9647. Press the number one if you want us to bring you on the air so that we can speak with you directly or if you have a question. Um, those are wise, wise words. And I kind of want to piggyback onto that as well, Heather. Do you feel like, because I know we live in a society that is completely different when it comes to dating and when it comes to pursuit. Now, <laughs> A lot of women are shooting their shots, and I and I understand because I'm a PK, so I definitely understand when it comes to the Bible about um, he that finds a wife finds a good thing. But let let's say she does, she sees. Let's say she sees somebody, and she shoots her shot. I've always told people that I don't have an issue with the young lady that shoots her shot. She shoots her shot. That's letting well, you know she's interested. No, it's no. up to me yes. to decide if I'm going to go ahead and. Um, acknowledge that if I'm going to move on. But mm-hmm. I'm noticing when it happens that way, a lot of women who end up shooting their shot, they end up having to end up being the pursuer. So how, how for our listeners, how would you communicate or how, how should a man effectively communicate 
when a woman shoots her shot at him, he acknowledges it and proceeds to follow suit. But what does he need to do to let her know that I'm going to actively pursue you? How do you switch the roles? Because I know for me, if a young lady shoots her shot, I look at it as a breadcrumb if I am attracted to her. I'm going to go ahead and apply the necessary pressure to let her know I'm trying to get her. But I, I am realistic to know that a lot of our men now have gotten comfortable with if she shoots her shot, they're expecting mm-hmm. her to do the full pursuing and everything. So how right. do you actively communicate the expectations and switching of the roles when a young lady has shot her shot to us? Well, that's just like you said there, Alan. I'm not sure what type of man is going to you know, where his head is going to be at when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if you think that she's taking on the masculine role, which we already know that we assume the masculine role is the one that is the one that pays the bill. You know, you mm-hmm. take me on that. You know what I mean? You actively pursue me in that, you know, in that case. You know, you come to my house. You know what I mean? Things like that. Is that the way that the man is seeing it? Um, you know, I don't... I don't think that's necessarily the case when a woman does that. A lot of women, mm-hmm. you got to remember, fellas, I'm, I'm, I'm giving you a little book or a little gem right here. You got to remember this, that a lot of women, again, we have men that offer us the meat about 12 times a day. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, that's mm-hmm. nothing new. That's absolutely nothing new. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's nothing new but uh, you, you know I'm telling the truth <laughs> but in the same right. token right. so if we see someone and we're attracted to you you know we're not just gonna you know the first thing is first a woman I'm gonna tell you right now a woman knows within the first five to ten minutes whether or not she's attracted to you okay mm-hmm. and it's up to you whether or not you keep that attraction going okay because she's from mm-hmm. the outside she's gonna check you out she's looking you from head to toe I promise, she done seen all of it. She's looking at the show. She likes the way what she sees. So a lot of the times, again, these men are approaching her that she doesn't even feel like it's worth her time. But if she sees somebody that she's like, you know what, I think I should give him, you know, or maybe it was someone that she's associated with and she knows what kind of man you are. And she says, you know what, that's a good man right there. I'm going to get that good man. You know what I'm saying? She's going to come mm-hmm. up to you, but she she still is coming to you in a feminine in a feminine spirit. You know, it may seem masculine to you because she's stepping to you, you know, and a lot of women, you know, it's bold to do that, you know, in in, in today's society. It's bold for a woman to step to a man. And that's the way it always was because a man was supposed to pursue a woman. So we doesn't we don't see mm-hmm. it as, you know, we see it as a woman being bold if she approaches you. But a, a lot of these women are just we're tired. We tired. We see you. We know who you is. We want you. We want the man that we don't figure out what you is. Okay? So we try. We don't want you to feel awkward. We know how awkward it is for a man to approach a woman nowadays because y'all thinking we're going to come at you with the same whole attitude like a lot of these girls have. You know, nowadays and whatnot, I've seen, you know, where the girl's like, hey, how you doing? Uh uh-uh. You know, my homeboy said he opened the door for a young lady the other day, and she looked at him and said, period. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, yo, like, that was her way of saying thank you. You know, you know, she didn't say thank you. Yeah. She said, period. You know, so, I mean, like, gotcha. that's kind of, 
you know, that's how they feel like they're being, you know, how they get going to be received when you approach a woman nowadays. You just don't know. Some women are just, we're getting bold enough that we're saying, hey, you know what? I like you. I like you. Let's bump the mess. I like you. What's up? What's up? But in the same that's token, still feminine. You know, I don't want, I don't mm-hmm. want to have to be the one that's going to finance everything. You know, I'm not stepping you with that male energy. Still feminine. Say that mm-hmm. one more time to text me. One more time, Hill. I'm sorry, y'all. Y'all excuse me. You know how black folks do. You know, somebody want to buy mm-hmm. some food stamps. I'm just kidding. No, you're good. <laughs> and, and actually, we had, we had someone who commented in regards to what you said, Heather, and they make a good point. Um, they said, just because we may be sexually attracted to you doesn't mean we want to instantly have sex with you, which I think that's a valid point because I feel like in, um, you can correct me if, if – if I'm speaking in error, but I feel like that's probably one of the biggest challenges that women have when they do communicate that they like a man. Um, yes. Most, most men are going to look at it from a sexual nature when the, for her, it's probably not even that she's like the vibe and the strength and the charisma that you exude. And she kind of wants to become more familiar with that. And unfortunately with us as men, we're quick to really think about, Oh yeah, you know what? She's trying to get that good, good from you, and she that's probably not even the furthest thing on her mind. Absolutely. Exactly, yeah, that's absolutely. not even the furthest thing absolutely. on her mind. Absolutely, I just dealt with that. You know, I don't, I don't understand why. You know, men, you, you're off put by a woman. I guess if she, she gives you that energy that she likes you, that doesn't necessarily mean she's trying to give you the draws, though. You know, eventually mm-hmm. she want to give you the draw. There's a lot of women that have morals about themselves that want to say, hey, I want to get to know this cat before. Because you understand, mm-hmm. we understand as we get older, that sex is not just about a physical thing. That's a connection. That becomes a connection mm-hmm. between people. That's why sex was made for marriage, because it becomes a connection and a bind between people. So you have to be careful about laying down. Fellas, I know y'all like, okay, now I'm going to lay it down. and not going about my business. I ain't talking about that chick or whatnot. But in the same token, you may not feel it, but I promise you, you left a piece of yourself with that woman. And the and, and years on down the road, when you finally find your mate and you're ready to settle down and whatnot, and these old ghosts and bones come out of the closet, you're going to understand what I mean by that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, be careful mm-hmm. who you tie uh, yourself uh, to. That's true. You do have to be careful. Um with how, who you tie yourself to on that, Heather. And then we got one more question, Heather, and then um, we're going to wrap it up. You've been amazing, though. Um, can I get a round of applause for Heather? Because she has been Thank outstanding. You. I've enjoyed enjoyed the vibe with you. Um, you oh, it's, it's, been a, it's been a pleasure. It's, it's been a pleasure. Yes. Um, so, so my final... Me back now. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Without a doubt, we'll definitely have to have you back back on, especially with some of our panels that we do where we have some other people on as well because the information um, and your your vibe is definitely unique and amazing. I think it will it'll rub off well. Um, so with our, with our final question in regards to communication and saying the tone and boundaries, um, when it comes to dating while having children, what are the boundaries you set? Because I know there's a lot of single uh, moms who say, and actually single dads who say as well, they're not meeting my kids until like years down the road or or yeah. until I decide to marry them or anything. For you, when it comes to incorporating your children in a relationship that you are having, 
How are those boundaries communicated with the person you're talking to, or is it that you keep it close to the hip until you decide if this is going to be a long-term endeavor? Or do you acknowledge it at all for the boundaries for children while you're dating? Oh, I absolutely have always set boundaries with anybody that I've spoken with when it comes to my children, because mostly because I have a disabled daughter that is mm-hmm. nonverbal. So I have to be extremely careful as to who I bring around my daughter. And not just my daughter, I realized that also with my son. So I was also Mm -hmm. very, very careful about, you know, you've got to be careful about spirits that you allow around your children. And, you know, these are people that they see and they become, um, you know, structures for your children. So I was always very, very careful about, you know, bringing people around my children. I never brought story guys around my kids. That was just but no, no, anyway. And then I saw something mm-hmm. recently, uh, Miss Alanya Van Zandt, I love her, beloved. I love mm-hmm. her so much. She says to me, and she made me really, you know, reevaluate my point of view. And she says that, you know, also when it comes to relationships, you really choose that this is somebody that you're going to try to be in a relationship with. They have to meet your children because they're, you're a package deal. So you can't just be with this person and then you're comfortable and then spring them on your child. That's uncomfortable for your child. And I thought, wow, she's right about that. So in a relationship, it's not just you in that relationship. This is a relationship that you're a person that you bring into all of your life. It's a relationship. This person is a relationship with everybody that's in the, in the household, you, your children included. So if you, met, you better make sure it's somebody that's worthy before you bring them around your children. I'm not saying to not bring them, but make sure that the person that you – bring around as someone that you absolutely trust and, you know, that you, you don't feel any type of way when it comes to your kids. If you feel some type of way, then baby, that's a red flag and get the hell on. Excellent, <laughs> excellent, all. excellent. Thank you. Thank you, Heather, for that for yes. that information, that knowledge. Appreciate it, appreciate it. So before, before I cut off with the show, um, Ms. Heather, please let our listeners know if they can follow you on social media, how to be in contact with you, and if you have any projects that are going on, uh, current or future. I absolutely would love to give you guys my information. You guys, um, I, he's called me out by my government name on here, but you can, most people know me as the Black Heather. <laughs> I'm a comedian, Heather Melody. That's right. They, they call me the Black Heather. That's right. Most of the people just say Black Heather, Black as Heather, Black ass Heather. And that's cool, too, you know, to say as long as you're staying in love. Um, <laughs> you can catch me on uh, Instagram as uh, the Black Heather, the underscore Black underscore Heather. You can also find me on TikTok as Melody Heather and also on Snapchat as Heather Melody. Um, I have a business that I am getting off the ground, you guys. Heather Melody LLC. I am beginning with my disabled daughter. We have a cleaning service. So um, she likes to make messes and mommy loves to clean them. So I have been doing that for 18 years now. And so you don't need somebody professional to come and take care of those messes for you. All you got to do is give me a call. All my information is on my Instagram. It's on my bio, my, any of my Facebook. I'm Heather Melody Ingram Davis. If you can catch all of that, y'all keep up with me. Y'all follow me. I do skits, me and my daughter, all the time. Y'all show us some love and help us go viral. Shut we broke. Thank you, Heather. Thank you, Heather. You guys, definitely check her out on Instagram. 
Oh, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Guys, definitely check her out on Instagram. I just hit the follow button. Um, I'm looking forward to being able to dialogue with her as well. Heather, once again, thank you for being a part of the show. Thank you for bringing an amazing guest. And as I said, we will definitely be having you back for more episodes. You have a wonderful, wonderful evening, Heather. Thank you so much. Um, Thank you, guys. Thank you, everybody. Awesome, awesome. Now, for those, uh, for further, uh, without further ado, I just want to remind everybody, we are still currently running a promo special on ads and commercials through the month of August. You can inquire on more information by sending your email to info at he said what network.com. Once again, you can also subscribe to the network's YouTube channel by searching He Said What Radio Network. You can also follow us on Instagram at He Said What Radio Network and my Instagram page, Newman underscore junior underscore 2.0. Go back to blogtalkradio.com backslash he said what and download today's episode in case you missed it. Or you can also find us on all the music platforms, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, and Apple Music, just to name a few. Also, I just want to remind you to tune in next week when we are going to be talking about lifestyle, higher standards, men versus self. That is next Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you guys for being a part of He Said What Radio Network, also being a part of the She Said What show on tonight. But I also want to remind you guys of my other um, brother and sister um, networks that are on the show. On Sundays, I want you guys to remember to let's connect with P's intuition. That is from 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Of course, on Mondays, it is Simply Sports with one mic, RG, and the lovely Simply Bree, and a guest. That is from 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On Tuesdays, we have our He Said What with Simply Bree and her amazing guest. That is every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, ending at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then lastly, of course, on Wednesdays, you have She Said What with me, Alan Newman Jr., with my guest, that starts at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And once again, next week's show is Lifestyle, Higher Standards, Men versus Self. Also, I almost forgot about our lovely, lovely, lovely host, Nessie, who her show is on Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It used to be on Fridays. It is now on Thursdays. You do not want to miss it. It is amazing, amazing um, with our lovely host, Nessie. Once again, guys, make sure that you click on the link and you follow us. Subscribe to our YouTube page. Also, when you go onto the He Said What Radio Network, you can also subscribe on there and follow us. We do do random prizes monthly. Um, and also, if you are interested in being a part of the show or also doing, once again, any ads, you can be online. You can message us at info at he said what network.com for more information. Without further ado, I want to remind everybody to enjoy the rest of their week, enjoy their hump day. Remember these three things that I like to leave with you guys on a daily basis. Be confident, be committed, and can be consistent in everything you do. I appreciate you guys and your support. Once again, this is Alan Newman, Jr., the host of She Said What? Have a wonderful, wonderful Wednesday, and talk to you next week. Thank you for supporting the He Said What Radio Network. Please be sure to check out the website where you can find more of our shows on sports coverage, music showcases, and entertainment. Are you interested in giveaways? Sign up today to receive special members-only giveaways by visiting www.hesaidwhatnetwork.com now.